0: all got along they probably gum it down by the end of the song Seeing like the whole city go against me every time oh. I'm in the street I hear yeah, yap, yeah, yap, yeah,
1: yap, yeah. yuck okay, <laughs> okay.
0: alright I had
1: to get a little hype for a second uh,
0: all right. cause all I heard right. on the
1: way here and I'm like uh, if you uh, don't know the classic that is the Kid Mad City by Kendrick Lamar's oh. debut album Baby. You haven't lived and you don't know what life is mm. until you've listened to good kid mad city in its entirety and got the full effect and feeling from it it was a good ass album but while we're on music real quick let's have a round of pick one we're only gonna have two it's a warm-up we gotta get hype we're back we are gonna we start. gotta get hype, we gotta get three, hype. you gotta Season get three so i decided to do the cp version of pick one Mm-hmm. But instead of pick one that you would want, pick one that can go. Are did you that? ready? No, we, we didn't. One that can go last time. No, we did. We, we did, did music. <laughs> this isn't music. No, 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 no. This isn't music. This is something completely different. Fine. I'll make it three. Fine. I'll make it three. I'll make it three. I'll make it
0: three. No, just make it two. Make okay. it make it challenge you.
1: Oh shit. All right. Gotta challenge me a bit. Fried chicken or watermelon?
0: Fried chicken.
1: leaf. Oh no! 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 Watermelon. <laughs> I said the CP version of this. Um, and one last one. Okay, the con, the ever so constant debate on spaghetti. Are you using sugar or salt? Is
0: neither a
1: you want to go? You want to go with neither and and not applicable.
0: Yeah, not applicable because I don't use sugar and I don't use a lot of salt when I cook anyway, like especially not with spaghetti or spaghetti sauce.
1: I just know I, how to season I'm things sorry. correctly. Don't I don't I season things like I live. I like I've been in jail for sixteen years. Oh no no no! You're not talking like pound of sugar. Like I may add a dash of sugar for taste, but nothing crazy, nothing crazy. Mm-mm. Well well well. Here we are. We're back at it again yes yes we're back on the saddle it is officially season three we are back um i don't know who well i'm lining of course and i'm alia and welcome back to a question ever so constantly raised upon y'all because obviously it was just left out of the curriculum when y'all were um upcoming upbringing raised whatever who raised you hoes <sighs> And I promise you, while we were gone for those two lovely, glorious weeks, yes, y'all made me question this every single time. But last week took the cake for me. I'm going to hold my rant and Aaliyah's going to hold hers too. Instead, this week is going to be the thread. So it only makes sense because, especially mine, because it's going to tie into the mental health mo- um, note. Oh, okay. got okay. I got you. Uh-huh. Oh, yep. I got you. I uh, know what's coming. I know what's coming. Uh huh. Listen, my experiments be on point. So we're going to go straight into the timeline. I think I'm thinking about naming it on the scroll. What do you think? Hmm. On the scroll. On the scroll. On we we got we, to we, we 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 draw that one. We're going to tweak it. We're going to yeah. tweak it because the timeline it sounds cute, but it's like. All right, that was the first two seasons. Yeah, trying it was to change cute. the name. Yeah, exactly. Trying to change the name. Time to evolve, time to grow. Time but before we get Close. into it, because I'm trying to add more sections, I just didn't put it in the notes, so we were sharing it for that. So, and my headphones, have you been listening to anything new lately? Sounds pretty corny. Go on, I'm
0: listening. But Ed has had me
1: oh, God. with
0: this song. <laughs>
1: Don't tell me it's Old Town Road. No. Okay, What's Even though we kind of getting over that one.
0: Dancing with a Stranger by Sam Smith. Ed had you on that song? He, you know, he works with a lot of white men and they happen to listen to the radio and that was on. And <laughs> this thing has been singing that
1: fucking song for the past two weeks. Well, well, um, I have basically between shuffling between the Homecoming live audio From Beyonce and um, saw things I imagined. Oh, God. I saw things I imagined. It was it? It was. I saw things I imagined. I saw things. Well, if I punch you in the eye, you won't see shit. But you know what? The the thing I found from um, the McGregor, um, the South McGregor interlude before she goes into down for the click. I found the video where that came from. It is a video that um, Felicia Rashad and Debbie Allen did. It is actually a song that their mom used to sing to them, mm-hmm. but they turned it into a poem. So where you heard Debbie Allen saying, um, I boarded a train, kissed all goodbye. That's actually the beginning of it. And then Felicia Rashad joins in like a little bit later down the line. And then wow. I heard where she said, my heart knows um, now my heart knows no desire and it basically it tied into the theme of the actual album of saying like there's nothing better than being home
0: you know <laughs> and there's a lot more that I picked up with the with the um with the meaning you know, of the album too kind of just like a random simple person thought about it like how you were telling me how she was saying in the last album she was feeling something and then this one she had something to say so it's like I looked at it like, okay, like when you get home, you you lose, you like, you, you mm, you're, you're a lot more free to. It's more,
1: it's a comfort that you get when you're home. Yes, that's and what I was trying to get to. It's a comfort. It's a sense of just, of, it's a sense of knowledge of where you are and the joy you feel from within knowing it's home like mm-hmm. it's no greater feeling like I love, oh, tra- I, love tra- I love traveling I love traveling don't get me wrong but the minute I'm home, home alright oh, I'm going to bed <laughs> that's just how it works but honestly besides that I have been loving Chris Brown's like what well, he's been releasing as of late, but I've really Chris stuck. Brown? Yeah, I know. Um I've been stuck on Back to Love. You'll like it. It's not um it's not like Like Luther Bandra's
0: Back to Love?
1: No, 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 no. I would never compare the two. I need you to know. No, like you know how he did Undecided and it was a sample of something else? I thought he was doing Oh, doing one. that again. Yeah. No. Supposedly this album that he's Indigo is gonna have thirty tracks on it. Is actually less than Heartbreak on the Full Moon. Because Heartbreak, I'm, can I be frank? I never got through the whole thing of Heartbreak on the Full Moon. It's 45 songs. I ain't doing That, that. is obsessive. I stopped listening to him after what? Oh, God. Don't say what I think you about to say.
0: what?
1: You saw this. I was still in, I was still what? Freshman, or sophomore talk You want to stop disrespecting we Maurice Brown? Oh, and oh and God, here we go.
0: First of all, I went happy you... that whole phase with him, and then after that, I no, I know when I stopped. I know when I stopped. Um, with his with that one outing that was just nasty. I was like, oh, ew. I can't relate to none of this. I don't. What are you talking about? Not Fame. Fane wasn't nasty though. No, the one after it. Fortune oh
1: like
0: uh, that's when he started to to like just
1: oh, go right
0: in there and then the next time after that I think about. it was called oh. Royalty and he just slid right in the home with just being nasty and I was like I can't
1: do it oh you were like, oh, talking about X like, X main, is actually
0: the like, main reason why I can't listen to Trey songs I'm like I'm grown but I can't bring myself to listen to Trey
1: songs it's actually um, a song just, that he has uh, called Shooting Shots and it actually samples SOVs. um, Can We Get Kinky like it samples them Can, um, can We it is actually a really good song I like it. I don't, for Trey, it has to be certain. It's certain songs from Trey, I just can't do. And it's certain things, like, I'm not a person that's going to download everything anymore because I've learned, like, mainly since Passion, Fame, Pleasure for me, I feel like his material has stayed the same. So it's like, it's kind of hard to listen to him. And I hope for this next project he's about to put out that he just alters his sound or the direction of it because it's becoming repetitive. It's like, I need something better. It's like, I go to Chris for creativity more than than I go for the actual music. If you watch the videos, the creativity. And he directs his own shit. So, we're not gonna do that. But
0: he also steals a lot of shit as well. Oh,
1: God. Here we go. Have you
0: not seen...
1: Okay. I'll be fine. Thank you. So, um... I'm not gonna do this with you today. Um... I've gotten into this artist. I think he's from the UK. I have to look him up. I don't know what's going on on my phone. It won't show me the time anyway, anymore.
0: my favorite song from fame, Wet the Bed.
1: Nasty. Um, I've gotten into the... First of all, I've gotten You're into this me, artist. You wet the bed. That's all. Anywho. <laughs> um, I've got to this artist from the UK <laughs> by the name of Jack James. But Jack is spelled J-V-C-K. But... I, it's like I've listened to a few of his songs since he came up actually I think on my title he came up in my my mix but um it's the one song that he has called Waves and it's like really really good I like it I like it it's just me but other than that I'm trying to get through Lizzo's album right now and I kind of I find it and it sounds really weird because I love her I'm trying. I'm struggling getting through it so I don't know We'll we'll will sit out undecided on that one for the time being. I tend to hop onto new artists really weak. I well, I want to see where they go first. Um, even though I'm not gonna say it holds you, um, I'm still like diving into certain artists' discography, and I feel like Erica Badu is next. Mm, she's trash. Well, we're not gonna do, okay? <laughs> um, but let's go on ahead and go right back into where we started. Let's go back to um, oh, I'm calling on. Um, but it's really called The Timeline. Um, we're gonna give it a new kinky name. Find something nasty oh, to do. Um, first things first, um, we've been away for two weeks. So the timeline, we try to condense it, but it's gonna be kind of the same. Um,
0: I got something that's gonna be good for this one. I ain't put in the notes, but I just
1: thought about it. Oh, perfect. So, first is the Wendy Williams drama um, with her divorce. Now, first of all, foremost, a round of applause good for, her for her. finally leaving good, this motherfucker. Yo,
0: and yo, this <laughs> ever, good for her. And I think she was like going through all of that shit so she can get herself right and like make sure she can like leave that nigga for good. Like have no like little pieces of ties or whatever. Make sure I can cut all that
1: shit clean and be done. So if you guys aren't aware with the situation with Wendy Williams, um, it came out alleged and obviously it has to be some truth to it at this point, that um Kevin Hunter had fathered a child with um a mistress. Um it was, she gave birth to a little girl, um allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Um and everyone was looking at Wendy like when do you want to leave him? And she of course went on the show saying unless you see unless you start seeing me with out, um, with my ring then you can start to question it yeah um so about a week or two later she stopped wearing her ring um she wouldn't really talk about it on the show even after she came back but she did make um let the audience let her audience know at her show that she was getting ready to leave the sober house that she was currently staying that she think she's still there um, she says she's getting ready to stay, um, to come out, and she's ready to um, enjoy, um, make a new life for her and her son. She made no mention to her husband. It's kind of her way to confirm that she, filed, that she filed for divorce. Like, it already came out that she did, but she confirmed it that way on her show that, yes, it's true. I filed for divorce. Now, um, because of this, she actually did make amends um, in a way with Charlemagne. Um, which we're still going to see what's going to happen with that. I would love to see Charlamagne on Wendy Williams or see him go on to see her go on to the Breakfast Club. It would be really dope, especially knowing the background story between them two because if you guys didn't know, Charlamagne actually was an intern for Wendy Williams back in the day during her WBLS days. Mm-hmm. So now to see him in his own right doing his own thing and now see her... Like She acted like she didn't know for a while, but I'm getting off topic. So long story short, um, it's been a bunch of uh, rumors around her trying to leave and Kevin trying to stop her. Now, the latest that came out today was that he's actually trying to get spousal support after she let him go um, as executive producer on her show.
0: It's like, what's his name? Mary J. Blige, little bum-ass
1: husband. Uh, his, her ex-husband. Well, ex-husband, you're right. Child. So... That's what's going on with Wendy. Best of luck to her and her transgressions, honey. Um, welcome to the single wife. I don't know if you'll be here for long, but yeah. Um, on to our next. Um, so apparently it's being rumored that um Raz B is joining Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Oh my god,
0: I guess maybe cause it probably gonna struggle. Cause oh child, I can't wait.
1: I hope Lyrica and A One still well there. Cause bitch, them niggas is wild on Instagram. First of all, I heard that they wilding again, but it's all—they're not the only ones I heard was wild from Love and Hip-Hop, but While we on the mm-hmm. topic, we gonna talk about it. Since so Santana
0: and, and Joe. But you know what? There was there was a post on Instagram how he was at his show.
1: I know I saw that. And sure. people had asked
0: him, and he was like, "Well, we haven't spoken in a while, but." You can't break up and there's no words about breaking up, right? So cool.
1: Go on, I I got to reveal.
0: I understood what he was saying, but it seemed like too much of a cover up. Now she was on Instagram, not Instagram. She She was on on Twitter. Twitter. She was on Twitter when she said, "Ah, got you." So she said. Actions speak louder than words. People have months broken up and don't even know it, but God reveals all truths. So me, I'm thinking, okay, I got to read this maybe once or twice more to understand what she's trying to say. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? Let me go on the comments to see if somebody else got some clarity. Apparently everybody needs translation. And one of the comments actually stood out to me was like, how's that black man treating you, sis?
1: You know what? I have a rebuttal for all of this because I promise you, I went through this during my breakup. I got to a point where I was tired of talking and it was like talking has led nothing but led to nothing but speaking to a brick wall. So what is the one thing that you learn to do when you feel like you're not being heard in a situation? You just move why am i talking about it sometimes a breakup don't require you going back and forth going off at the mouth and all that good stuff sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to move, move like on. move on and i move feel like it out of my life. Move it, move it. okay so i feel like in this situation i feel like i didn't need a translation for what she said because i got it when you are done in a situation or done with a person There's no conversation that really needs to be had. Why? So you can try and fix this? Like I've been asking you to do damn near this whole relationship, but you didn't want to do it because of your fucking pride. No, I'm going to move on. I'm not going to tell you I moved on. I'm just going to move. And one day you're going to come home to an empty fucking house. This is how this is going to work. So I didn't need translation for what Sin said. I got it. I received it because I was once her. I got it. Okay. I mean, first of all I feel like, and we're going to touch on that whole thing real quick, even though she did um, put out an apology for it, but I'm going to touch on it First of all some of these Spanish women need to learn this, and white women I don't know who need to hear this, but and that's normally my shady intro for something that I'm about to say is about to be problematic as well Just because you are not African-American does not mean you will not get treated like an African-American woman. Amen? If he does not treat the black woman or the African-American woman right, what makes you think because you're a different ethnicity that he's going to be right for you? But see, the thing is, they
0: like when these dudes act like straight coons and say, oh, black woman is they got attitudes and this and, that, and that, 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 that. Oh, don't let them start touching them dark-skinned ones. Oh, the dark-skinned ones, they look like men, and they don't do this, and they do that, and they too damn strong for a nigga, and da, da, da. But and if you, if they, and the thing is, they let these non-black women feel so comfortable. But then they'll say, oh, black women, why y'all wear y'all natural hair? Or why y'all always got a weed? Or this and that. They wear weed too. But the thing is, you like, yeah, you say you like natural hair, but yet you don't like my natural hair. You right. don't like my 4C. You
1: want the 3B and below. You don't want it the king, honey. You don't want it the king. Exactly. But while we're here, let's touch on it. So we jumped a little ahead of our time, on our on um, our schedule, but this is what it is. Mm-hmm. So apparently, Sin and um, Joe Button aren't the only two. Apparently, um, A One and Lyrica are going through something again for the third time in America. Ooh. Like I don't understand. I really don't get it. Like. I feel like Mona knows what she's doing when she has them do these things. They're getting ready to come out with seasons. And Mm -hmm. they need drama and storylines. So why not start them with breakups and making headlines? Like, keep in mind what the fuck I'm saying to you bitches. First, now Joe Button and Santana are having a problem again. Then you have Lyrica, um, Lyrica and A1 having issues. Raz B is supposed to be joining Love and Hip, Love and Hip Hop um, Hollywood. Then now you have, what is going on? This whole situation back and forth with Tiara Marie and 50 Cent. And it's just like, she knows what she's doing when she's getting ready to gear up for a new season. She wants to end she probably be green that shit, be like, do it. Y'all gonna
0: break up. And then the thing is, Lyrica completely wiped all traces of A1 off her Instagram. But this is the first time. that baby is adorable.
1: I haven't seen him because I don't care. That baby
0: just makes my uterus just...
1: Oh, I just want a baby. Anyway. You know who does that for me, to be brutally honest with you? Who? And I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> Joe and Sin's son. Yes. I, he is so adorable. He is so cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is so adorable. But... <laughs> Child, bless all of the love and hip hop drama mess. We gonna move on because mm-hmm. it's just it calls for it. So, um I hate to ruin someone's childhood over here. Oh, you get ready to do it. Yep. Um, Jim Cummings. Do you know who Jim Cummings is? Absolutely. Okay, so why don't you tell the people who Jim Cummings is? For those of y'all who have watched Winnie the
0: Pooh, that was the guy who did his voice.
1: Yes, honey. And
0: he looks
1: just saying he looked like he did just saying um i'm gonna pull up the story i think uh well this is coming from people i'm gonna read it um i'm gonna glance through a little bit of it jim cummings a noted hollywood voice actor who has portrayed famous characters like winnie the pooh and Tigger in more than 250 children's films and tv shows is embroiled and and Ooh. Ashmonius Child custody battle with his ex-wife Stephanie Cummings. Court documents filed in Los Angeles County reveals a series of allegations of abuse on both on both sides, primarily from um, from after the former couple's marriage ended. In court documents from March 2019, which were obtained by people, the exes who were married in 2001 and divorced in 2011 make a variety of dueling accusations. The two have been fighting in court over child custody and child support for the for their two daughters, ages eleven and fourteen. According to documents obtained by black by the blast, Stephanie Cummins has accused Jim of physical, sexual, and emotional abuse, including not limited to death threats, rape and various sex deviant behavior forced upon me without my consent. Stephanie also claims ex-husband physically abused the family dog. On at least two occasions, according to the blast, in one of the instances she alleges that Jim left the dog under a metal bucket um, outside in hundred degree heat for an extended period of time. In another incident, Stephanie alleges that he hit the dog with a broom hard enough that he shattered the the puppy's hit. Ne- excuse me, necessitating surgery. Stephanie also alleges that her ex-husband forcibly kissed and groped her in front of one of their daughters without her consent, as well alleged that Jen raped her in 2013. Now, this is alleged, by the way. Um, If it is true, no more Winnie the Pooh. Okay. Um, We don't take Abuse lightly around in these parts, especially I had like, I have a heart, but my most sensitive heart goes to somebody that could sit here and viciously abuse an animal. It does something to my spirit. Like, I hate watching those, like those videos of like, you know, um, uh, I can't stand them. I hate them with a passion because next thing you know, I'm the main one up with my damn debit card trying to give money to these damn to these damn animals. Okay. <laughs> I don't play that. Like humans I already get disgusted, but animals I really get disgusted because but they think, cannot defend themselves. Don't ask
0: me for money. I'm fucked up too. So
1: Girl, can you donate? Can you? Hello. You have a reaction to Jim? No. Okay, we're gonna move on. So, I think the funniest roast for this next one came from Ed Lover. So, um, D'Angelo Russell. For the girls, the people that don't know who D'Angelo Russell is. D'Angelo Russell is the person that... How does it feel? D'Angelo Russell. 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 No, I'm just thinking about the Oh video okay. Now. All right. All right. Don't well, get me don't I get don't get me thinking to the video that I made that I knew I was gay from. Please. Okay. Um D'Angelo Russell, if you guys don't remember who he is, he's a um, he plays the sports. Um he dribbles around the ball, I believe. Likes his balls dribbled. I don't know what, I don't know which one. Um For those of you guys don't remember, because you might sound familiar to all of you, he was the person, I believe, that was in the center of the whole situation between Nick Young and Iggy Azalea. Didn't... Because it was... If I'm not mistaken, wasn't he the person that actually recorded the whole thing of Nick admitting that he cheated on Iggy? I think it was. Yeah, it was definitely him. So... I mean, I don't know sports. They all look alike to me anyway. Girl. So... This idiot was in an airport. I forget which city in particular, and Ed Love had the best read for this one. He said, "Now, there's a difference between regular stupid and rich stupid." Mm. Now, mm. regular stupid, I feel that in my soul, exactly. Hmm. Regular stupid would be I forgot to th- I forgot to shit this big cologne that I just bought home regular stupid is i forgot to take the liquor bottle that i just paid mad bread for and make sure that i actually checked the bag in and now they threw away the liquor no here's what rich stupid does rich stupid decides that he wants to sneak onto a commercial airline flight With an Arizona bottle of tea. Now, normally this would be nothing nothing major. They just throw it away and call it a day because you can't take it on a plane. No, this dumbass puts marijuana in the can. Yep. He puts marijuana in the can. First of all. Any person with common sense will tell you, get rid of that shit before you get on the flight.
0: Well, if you're going to bring weed anywhere, nigga, you have laid about all types of shit to fucking hide that shit. Niggas in the comments was like, yo, why don't you just get a weed pen? Like,
1: Not to mention, you could have FedEx that shit home. FedEx ships, that kind of stuff. You just why have- hell, DHL shit? They do all the drug dealer shit. Listen, all you got to do is put in there number one, especially if you are like if you if you have the card, you can ship it because you're authorized to do so. You won't get arrested. And nine times out of ten, you're a professional athlete. That's number one. You're a professional athlete. Okay, didn't get too much. You're a professional athlete and you just got caught trying to Sneak drugs onto a plane. Sneak drugs onto a plane. You're a professional athlete. And you play in the NBA and you try to smuggle drugs onto an airplane. Drugs. Mm. I don't think we have anything else. I, I I think I just summed up what I wanted to say. You decide to smuggle drugs that you can I'm damn sure you didn't pay for it that you can get when you get home but they said it's going to be a slap on the risk for him anyway which is usually true about shit like this so not to mention lord knows that drug test is going to be something so um i i don't know how to take this next one but i think we need to talk about it real quick um congratulations is it what for keisha cole announcing her pregnancy what with her 12 year old boyfriend 23. Nice try. Yeah. Um, first of all, it led me back to believing something. When Keisha Cole, I want to say toward the end of last year, had to been like the fall or the spring. I mean, the fall or spring, excuse me. I sound like Shere. It had to been the fall or the winter where she had made a spoof.
0: I'm done with you.
1: <laughs> she made a boo boo on Instagram and she had put in her caption pregnant in my fashion nova and everybody was like girl you pregnant she's like no i'm not pregnant so now last week surfaces a photo of keisha cole on look like she like they were on like one of the canyon runs or like that they have in california and she's sitting there and you can tell plain as day sis got to be in her second trimester going toward the third but she looks cute though I'm not gonna lie. She looks cute. She's happy. She's glowing. First of all, I I don't well, everyone is like, but her boyfriend's 23. Number one, she I don't nothing. That shit don't do nothing, that for, don't me, do nothing for me. First of all, um, she's she has money. Um, let's be perfectly clear, it may not be a lot, but she got money. Exactly. Two, second and most importantly, Keisha Cole is in her mid thirties. So her time to actually have another child as me be would be now. So it might have been an accident that she got pregnant by Nico, but now she doesn't have the baby. I mean, it's either he's ready or not. And from the videos I've seen with the two of them interacting with one another, he seems ready and he seems genuine and how he feels about Keisha. So congrats to them, girl. Yes. Um. Yes.
0: Oh, Eva Marcel. she's having baby too. Yeah, she's having I'm a little. So uh, she's
1: amazing. having another little girl. Eva made that announcement she is last week. So, oh my gosh, she looked so adorable in her announcement. Yes, yeah, she does. I like how she did it. It was like a little cup with a face drawn on it. You just see her belly. And be, it looks like a person shipp- is sipping from her belly button. In reality, it's just her announcing she's pregnant again. Now, one thing that they did note—they did note—they're like her son is only one. I'm like, listen,
0: listen. If you can afford to have them
1: back to back like
0: that, then them. She might be
1: done after this. You like, just know. I'm
0: out. like, that shit don't do nothing at the end of the day. Like, I'm still black and poor. It doesn't change anything for me.
1: Well. I mean, girl. Um, we need to take a quick moment um, and we'll to reflect now. We're not taking a break yet. Uh, it's not time. Well, um, John gave Sing- me a, single, a single Some John Singleton passed um, last week, I believe. He was so young. He was f- what fifty-one. He was fifty-one. He passed away um, following a stroke. He had a massive stroke, um, which would have left him in a coma. And if you are familiar with medical terms that meant he would have been a vegetable for the rest of his life he wasn't Mm -hmm. going to be the same if he would have lived so at that time it's up to the family to make that difficult decision of whether whoever
0: he has like on paperwork to make that decision
1: of whether to pull the plug or not because if you know for a fact this person's going to be a vegetable it ain't even worth it
0: and you know that's a perfect time to say get life insurance Get your affairs in order. Get a will done. Even if you write that shit on a piece of like on a piece of Chipotle napkin, get that shit written down because like you never know. And like you don't want the wrong person having to make that decision for you.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like
0: when my grandmother when she passed, she fell and she hit her head in her doorway. Now, they kept saying, "Well, she's got swelling in the brain and she's gonna she's basically gonna make it a week." So now my grandfather and my aunt are like, well, we need to keep her on life support. We need to
1: do whatever we need to do. And you so, got to operate, operate. And, and so you see that bill exactly for keeping them on life support. Then that,
0: but then they're like, well, she's not going to have the same quality of life that she had before. My grandmother was, was artistic. She wrote poems. She painted. She did a lot of stuff. So my mother's like, no. She's like, she has grandchildren. She has great-grandchildren. Let those kids remember her as she was. Not, not as, as somebody vegetable. that's not even there. What if she can't even recognize her? What if they want to just, you know, be around her and play with her like she plays with them all the time? They're, they're not going to understand Granny's not there. You need We need to let her go. So, of course, she made it around three weeks, but that still, that that, that prognosis didn't change. If they were going to keep her, she wouldn't have that same quality of life. Right. But my grandmother didn't have those th- those things in place. The only thing she had was a do not resuscitate order. She didn't have anybody to make that decision if something was to happen to her because she didn't think of that. But have that in place. And you never want the, per- the like one person to have to make that decision for you. Mm-hmm. That should already be... You should be able to trust someone to say alright this is what I want
1: you to do it's like it was, I watched the episode of George Lopez and it was um George had a fear of dying and it was I think his favorite uncle had passed away mm-hmm. and his mother like lord knows if you ever watched George Lopez the relationship he had with his mom was like they had a love hate relationship like mm-hmm. he loved his mom he hated his mom at the same time but her lesson on teaching him about death was something that I felt everybody should watch because when she teach, when she taught him about death, it didn't sugarcoat it. She's like, okay, this is what I want to be buried in. And he was like, mom, stop. She said, no, you need to know these things because God forbid something happens to me. I don't want you to feel like you can't make these decisions. I want this type of casket. I want my flowers to come from here. Like, she was Uh planning out her funeral. And his mother was abrasive as hell, but that was a really good episode to, like, see them connect in that way. Yeah, because he was not, he was terrified. And I was the same way until it started, like, as you get older, especially if you're in your 20s, Mm -hmm. as you get older, people start to leave. And i dealt with in the past year, two people I thought would never leave me left. Mm-hmm. So it was like, first one hit like hit hard, but the one back in February hit the hardest. So it was like, you have to understand, people are not going to be here, and you got to make time. So it's like, when we reflect on people like John Singleton, Nipsey Hussle, everyone that we've lost recently, and how, especially how young Nipsey was. Nipsey was our age.
0: And that's, and you know what's funny? Because... Coming off the heels of, like, my soldier and friend dying in the way that he did, Mm. it made me get my shit together. Right. I was like, yo, I need to update my my life insurance for the military. I need to update who I want to handle all arrangements, like, where my life insurance money is going to go to, like, who it's going to go to. And, you know, he never had those things set up. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have the admin person get on us about updating and updating but we always put it off because it's not doing anything. But you never know. And that shit can come so sudden and you have none of that set up.
1: So, if you guys aren't familiar with who John Singleton is, um, he's given us cult classics such as Boys Boys in the Hood, Hood, Baby Boy, Um, I'm trying to think What was, oh my God, was it high society? Oh no, higher education. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm thinking of something else, but he gave us a lot of good films and memories and it's just sad to see him go if it wasn't for John Singleton we would probably never know who Taraji P. Henson is if it wasn't for John Singleton we would probably never know how good of an actor Tyrese is if it wasn't for John Singleton we would not have seen Snoop Dogg in the light of an actor there's a lot of people that he opened doors for and gatewayed them into having serious acting careers like I think wasn't Boys in the Hood, one of the first times we really saw Lawrence Tate in a serious role. Mm-hmm. Yep, and Cuba Gooding Jr. too. Yes. Boys in the Hood that's, literally made like, his career.
0: Yes, because that's like a like that's a nigga classic right there. Like I don't think I know a black person alive that has not seen that movie.
1: It's such a it's such a good movie, and it. It honestly, and they reminded me when they were remembering him, it reminded me that Boys in the Hood was the first film to ever talk about gentrification.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It was the first Mind you, this was back in the 90s that he was talking about gentrification before it really became a thing. Mm -hmm. Mind you, in the 90s, we weren't seeing gentrification the way that we see it now. Like, especially if you're from the city, the way they did Harlem, the way they did Brooklyn, the way they're trying to do the Bronx...
0: Because, like, how can you say, when you see that white woman, that random white woman running in your neighborhood, you know it's a
1: wrap. Not to mention they, the way they did North, the way they did downtown North, especially. Yes, special. and
0: how they displaced all those people for those teacher condos. And they're starting to, so, like, you know how all of the people now that were in Brooklyn and Harlem and all that shit, guess where they coming? They come Here. to North. No, between... Newark, for some of them, is probably a little too expensive. They're moving into South Orange.
1: But South Orange is more expensive than Newark. A lot of them are coming to South Orange. Child, we talking Jersey talk. Yeah, we are. Uh, so, back to Love and Hip Hop. Um, while we were away, um, Young Reminisce <laughs> had um, a, apparently and allegedly, I always had to use allegedly. Had a debacle with um one Tiff- oh, Tiffany one Brittany Taylor um from Love and Hip Hop New York apparently Remy's stepdaughter and her got into a disagreement over a man and Remy stepped in and apparently jumped um not jumped excuse me punched her in the eye now she took it all the way to press charges and as we all know Remy Ma is on parole which can fuck with her livelihood and she just had the baby now Remy turned herself in paid $1,500 in bail Mm -hmm. go ahead now Remy is saying that the allegations are not true because she was at home here's why I believe her I heard there was video if there's video where is it because first of all Remy's on parole this happened first of all it happens what is the name of this place not Wester Hall. What is the name of the scene? I am Irving Plaza. Plaza. If you ever pay attention, hit, shit always pops off at Irving Plaza. Jonah Lie. It always gets rough at Irving Plaza. But Remy is stating that she's home. Remy's on parole. She has a curfew. Any person you know with parole or on parole has a curfew. Hello. They have to be home, I think, by 10 o'clock. They have to be home because your parole officer is calling to, to find sure out where the hell you are. Went. And your parole officer does not need open does not need an invitation to come check. They because if he so feel like he want to pop the fuck up, guess what he's about to do? About to pop up. Now, I don't know how it is with working artists, but I know for a fact that she is on that curfew. So, it's like, it's that's a hard claim. Unless you have video evidence, it's hearsay. And especially, number one, is a misdemeanor. Because you want to know why? She didn't die. She wasn't vitally harmed.
0: Speaking of, she didn't die. Did you see that fucking little press conference her family had? And then try to drag Nipsey into it? Yo, I was like, y'all acting like this fucking Herman Munster bitch-ass girl died. Like, they acting like this bitch caught a bullet. Oh, we need to stop the violence. And They're trying this is to get what somebody. happened. Like yo, can y'all sit y'all asses down? She didn't die. She didn't catch a bullet. She could have caught a bullet, but she didn't catch one. She got punched in the eye. Now with all that shit, that bitch gonna come up missing. Child, cause you fucking with Remy. Child, come on. It's like she she gonna come up missing. Like you, <laughs> but see the thing is, but you was on. Love and hip hop. You be on love and hip hop, popping all this Ready shit. Ready to fight? Oh, I'm from where? She's from Brooklyn. Uh, I don't know. I'm from. This is what th- and I'm a to th- do th- th- like you jumping over tables and throwing water and all this bullshit, but yet you snitching and calling the cops.
1: Yo. Remy, since she has been a lover hip hop, Remy has not had an altercation. On top of that, Mona knows her people that's on parole and she will keep them out of it.
0: And see the thing is, and I don't think Remy is that stupid to fuck uh-huh. up her 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 chances of
1: leaving her baby. Like she's not doing that. Exactly. So back to the love of hip hop tip for quite um a quick spell amendment. Um back to Raz Big, honey. Um, it was noted at the last B2K. Oh, oh. Huh, gotta go back to come forward. Yes, she do. So, come on. has been in the headlines since the beginning of the Millennium Tour. Um, with Especially after he stormed off. I think it was Nashville when he stormed off. Um, when he stormed off the of stage because the sound wasn't right. Now, if you've been to the Millennium Tour, Razby has one set by himself,
0: mm-hmm. and Raspy
1: only performs three songs. That
0: is my baby father.
1: Everything. Would you? Uh, would you be here? It's. I think he does sleep in too. Yes, he does. So, <laughs> mind you, he did not sing "Lean" on these songs. They just had him do them. That is a fine man. So. He started off in Nashville, and everyone, including us, when we went, was just like, listen, I paid for four members. I've to see four members. Now, recently, rasby had gotten arrested in Minneapolis on um, domestic violence um, charges, I believe. Yes, which he will not even be charged for. Which now it led to recently there was video I think from the latest b 2 k stop for the Millennium Tour and he was not there <laughs> but what I was mostly bad at was that <laughs> they left a gap as if he was there
0: like y'all just bring it in just, just bring it in they were, But well, then it's how they rehearse but then I flipped to another video on the shade room mm-hmm.
1: of him in the airport teaching one of the, the attended oh, choreography. You saw that too I was hollering now, they said apparently he's been record he's been filming for Love and Hip Hop since the beginning, which it only makes sense because Omarion well, was on Love and Hip Hop back when he was still with April, the mother of his children. Fizz has been on Love and Hip Hop, but I think he just got downgraded to friend of the cast. So it's like, it only makes sense. He, Fizz isn't really on it like that. Yeah, you don't have really on, not. really not. Especially him him because no now
0: Moniece is in Atlanta, so he really doesn't have anything to go off of. Right.
1: I mean, it's still to collect the check, but why not? So, um, I think we touched on Joe and Sin. Um, so w- two quick things, and then I promise you there'll be a tidbit. Um, Joe Kush making it rain on Reddale Drive. <sighs> Can I? Please, because I don't know who this is. So this is Boosie's rapper, right? Doesn't surprise me. So,
0: they went out there, but, you know, okay, you out there making it rain on Rodale Drive. So, why do a bunch of more affluent people need to pick up your cash? Of course, I mean, of course, they're out there in the street picking up his cash, but why couldn't you do that in the hood? True. You know, or why couldn't you go knock on the doors of single mothers and say, here, here's a little stash for you. You can't mm-hmm. go up to no hood kids and be like, "Yo, go get yourself some candy or some shit." But you, you on Rodale Drive you of not, all places. Census, but so common. But what about buying up the hood? Since you got all that money to so throw common. in the street. Why can't you buy yourself something for the hood? it's but so I'm sorry why can't you employ some black people who have talent in the hood put them to work
1: first of all can we sidebar and I hate to be so oh so rude but I need to for a second um, the Met Gala is going on right now while we're recording. I
0: have seen!
1: i First seen, of all, I've Ciara seen. is giving me life for these absolutely. things. Absolutely! Um, Gaga gave me Vintage Gaga, and but absolutely. I loved it. But I loved it. Um, Billy Porter is my gay father. I promise you the way he came into the Met Gala is levels to this. Like, if you do not know who Billy Porter is, I need you to really get your life together and rethink it. What was Omari Hardway gonna, thinking? Is that
0: how you going to be my
1: wedding? Yes. What was Omari Hardway thinking? What was with Savage thinking? What the hell is this lace? Uh, no, on a man, I don't see it. Um, Vivica Fox, girl. Um, no, that's Tiffany Haddish. Mm. Girl, what was that? Y- uh, Yara. Baby, you, we need to rethink this outfit. Um, I'm going to be brief. I promise you we're going to get back to the shenanigans. <laughs> Free! I saw him. I saw him. If you don't know me, you don't understand. Frank Ocean literally in my heart is the husband I never married. And look at oh my god look at Anderson pop can we get into Miss
0: Ava, Miss Ava DuVernay though
1: she, no, can we get into Regina King can we please can can we have a moment oh uh, can we have a moment I just want my one dress to be like that girl oh my god I just we are uh, you B. see Big my, Frida yes I did Dude, oh, look at Michael I B Jordan though look at Martin, Michael B Jordan mm. oh Jesus be a fence um, and the Kardashians pull up, started pulling nah, up. Nah, okay, nah, so this pretty much wraps up. Um, mind you, sidebar, we got shy so, track. Legend recording is going on and I decided to take a moment to just look at it. So we're going to... Missy Elliott
0: and the album that she has...
1: And when it, it, I'll treat it just like how they said officially, Brandy is ready for, for her first single to put out now. I'll treat it just like that. Love, Miss. Don't no disrespect to her, but when I hear it, I will stand for it. Until then, it is hearsay. On that note, we're gonna take a quick break, and we will be right back. Yeah, I had to go refill that good old cup. But while we're here, thank you so much for your continued support for the actual podcast. I really do appreciate it. Um, Please continue to like, which means you actually like what you heard. Rate. It helps us get us up with the rankings, especially with Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, which means you download. Don't miss an episode. And share it with your friends. Would you like to keep in contact with the actual conversation going on even after the podcast is released? And yes, I do check my social media handles on the regular. For Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it is WRYH Podcast. Once again, it is WRYH Podcast. I'm also looking to collaborate with other podcasters. Would you like to be on this show? Would you want me on yours? Fine. Email me at WRYH Podcast at gmail.com. Once again, it is W-R-Y-H podcast at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for your continued support and let's get back to the show. I'm pretty sure my cup is full by now. She does look terrible, but we're back. Um, this week, Ali and I both had um, different instances where we had to deal with fuckery and extortion. So, and I believe since my portion of this kind of ties into the self-care tip of the week. I'm going to let Aaliyah go first on her issue of what she had this past week.
0: Oh, God. You know, Come I've always black heard that you know, black, you know, black men are just so dangerous they don't care about black women. Black women are highly undervalued. Which is, which now... I've seen it, but now for once, I have had an example of it. So, let's just say I was driving home. Right now. And, you know how like, you know how like 18th Ave is, right? Mm-hmm. It's only two lanes. If the bus stops in front of you, you can't really get around because cars are coming another way. So I stopped and waited for the bus. I ain't got shit else to do. I'm at a liquor store. I'm getting ready to pick me up. A drink for me and my 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 future husband. So I stop in this car. Then it gets to accident coming from behind me, Mm -hmm. trying to go through the other side and and get get in front of the bus. So I'm like, okay. So bus moves. I get to the the liquor store and I park. All of a sudden, when I walk in, dude at the counter stops what he's doing and completely just mean mugs me. I, ex- I ignore it and I walk to the back and get me and my little my little watermelon Rita and got you know add something to drink too
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I come back to so where the counter is he's still staring at me so you hey, got a problem?
1: You know me you know me oh god Aaliyah you know me pray, pray for us y'all cause you know she is a story coming with us
0: turn up Tammy came right the fuck on out so I was like what are you standing at so he's like, you that bitch that can't drive. And I was like, well, your mother can't drive. So what you, what, what, what you going to say? So he's like, that's the problem with you black bitches. Oh, I use black bitches like you for target practice. And I was like, oh, really? you? Really? He's like, yeah, you lucky I ain't got my shit on me. And I was like, well, go ahead and get it. Like, what you going to do? Like, I mean, you and a little sort of me mugging me for something that I don't, I'm like, I don't even know you. Okay. so the dudes in the liquor store is like getting in between me and him and they're pushing me toward the back of the store and they're like yo like you can't talk to her like that that's a female like that that's a black woman like you can't talk to her like that so then one of the men is like yo that's a black woman he's like your mother's black he said you got kids yeah She's like your kids are black they came from a black woman didn't they he said so what if somebody would have talked to your black mother daughter or girlfriend like that Mm-hmm. and he was like I don't give a fuck that bitch is ugly as fuck and she duh, 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 I'll shoot her ass so I was like well go fucking do it fucking do it mm-hmm. I put my purse on the damn refrigerator I don't know what was going on and he just had me like going so it was like yo like just just get the fuck out like just 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 stop just stop playing so I was just like okay well I read done you know challenges dude so I gotta be ready to fight now. Cause mm. I was like, he made one wrong move, it's a rat. Putting his put my foot in his mouth. Okay. So he walks out, he goes to his car, he sit there. So I pay for my stuff. And I and I walk out of the store. Looked at his car, looked toward mine because I had parked around the corner.
1: Mm.
0: And I walk to my car.
1: Unfazed, Just unscathed, unbothered. unfazed,
0: unbothered. I get in my car. He passes my car. I was just like, okay, all of that for nothing. All that. So win. don't for me. Don't threaten me if you're not gonna come through. Just because you think I'm a chick and I'm not, you think I'm not gonna say nothing. That's not gonna work.
1: hmm
0: Because unbeknownst to you, I live around the corner. It's nothing for my man to come down here and be like, yo, you got to come get me. Because it, it was two of us in that store and one of us would have walked out and it wouldn't have been him.
1: I'm with all the shits. Not just some. All, all
0: of the shits. Because I was ready to go. Took my jacket off, put my purse on the counter. I was like, yo, Poppy, I'll pay you. But whatever he got going on, like... So, yo, tell me. And it goes back to what we were saying before with the whole, with the whole, you know, black men treating non black women better, quote unquote. Black women are seriously undervalued. Seriously undervalued. So much that you would actually say, Oh, I use black bitches like you for
1: target practice. Okay, go ahead. I just, I had nothing for that rebuttal because it's just, it's ignorance at its finest.
0: Exactly.
1: Now. you rant. A, go let, ahead. Let me take a swig of this, child, because it's going to be needed for this one.
0: Because I also had another rant, but I'm going to let you go ahead because this rant happened today and I just really had a
1: lot to say. You me. might as well go ahead and share it because might as well tie into to the end.
0: So did you see what I shared on Facebook this morning about a woman in Delaware who got raped at knife point? Oh, like, I posing as, as an, an Uber, Uber driver. driver. But the thing was, she never ordered an Uber And she still got in the car and see, I kind of had to take a step back because I was like, I don't know if I'm victim blaming because I was like, why the fuck did you get your ass in the car?
1: First of all, let me give my two cents on this here as an Uber driver. Let me give my good old two cents on this bad boy. First of all, females. And I don't say bitches. I don't say women. I say females because when you don't act like a woman, you act like a female. Let me tell you something. If you did not order a Uber, why are you getting in a random fucking car? Since it's but so common, if you did not order a Uber, why are you getting in the car? If your Uber driver pulls up, if they don't know your name, if the tag doesn't match what's on the app, the car doesn't match what's on the app, why are you getting in the car? Would you accept the ride from a fucking stranger? At least with Uber, you know the car you're getting in. The person that's driving it, you've seen the picture already. But you, and this isn't victim shaming, but it's just common sense. You didn't order Uber. And that's when I was like, why
0: the fuck did you get in the car? He said he, and, and the, the article said he lured her into the car. I said, you can't, I don't understand. Because I'm like, even with me, I'm like, if I didn't order no fucking Uber, I'm keeping this moving. Like, I'm not talking to you. I'm not saying shit because I know I didn't order no damn Uber. This bitch got in the car. That's
1: like when you go to the airport and you get off of your destination, you got somebody that's sitting there trying to get people to take a ride with them, though, then like, you don't have to um, request me in the app and you just getting cash. Nah, no, I'm going to request this Uber. Thank you. No, no, no. Nah. But you could. I'm good, love, thanks.
0: Matter of fact, I got to go to the bathroom,
1: walk your ass back into that airport. And wait and for him to go down. Exactly. Because I'm not about to do it. But listen for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is, right, we are in, um, what we all need to be aware of. We are in National Mental Health Awareness Month. Is May. Just like next month is um, gay pride month because all the prides mainly take place in June. Majority, some, not all, especially the black ones. They take place in June. Now, let's talk about it. So recently I had a debacle on The Shade Room um, about a post where this guy, um, not this guy, the supermodel, I promise you I don't want to pronounce her name wrong, so I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Because I don't want to fuck it up. So. She posted a video where she was saying that she's getting tired of people telling her she needs to get better. She has tears in her eyes, by the way. And basically getting discriminated against as far as her looks. And she was saying along the lines that if I committed suicide, it would be because of this. Now, the shade Room also put, after they put up the story of her explaining what's going on with her. They put up the number for the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. I want you to pay attention to what I just said. In the caption for the video, they put up the number for the suicide prevention hotline. Mm -hmm. Now, I decide, um, being the responsible adult that I am, and people need to hear it sometimes, and I'm going to read verbatim what was said to me in return. I said, mental health is something that needs more attention, and I put the screaming emoji before I started with the praying emoji. So I had a few people agree with me. Of course, some, one person said in particular, black people don't get help. Um, they take a, they take their pain through drugs and alcohol, or drugs or alcohol, which is true. I had someone not so long after I put up the post, he's like, here y'all go. So I said, you know, define y'all. So um, another person puts to me, she said they were, bu- they're bullying her. You said mental health, the fuck? Um, I said, and bullying can lead to suicidal thoughts, which is the truth. Um, and she said, absolutely to me. Um, another person says to me, this is true, but I won't consider this mental health. This is pure being tired of BS. And I said, and I said, and rebuttal to this person, I said, tired of being told that she's not enough. Listen to what she said again. So, and let me gonna kind of just skip down to the people that tried to, the, um, Try to basically belittle what I was saying. They say, like, "Um, another person said this isn't this isn't just about um, mental health. This is also, this is about bullying the people around you. It seems like the people around you are causing issues." Shaking my head. Another person says to me, "This wasn't um, y'all wasn't saying this when um, Kanye West was crying for help." Um, and I easily put, "We have and we still are." But I say all that to say this: the comments get nothing but better. It all gets worse because some people think I'm trying to put this woman on medication. They they're misreading what I'm saying. They think that I'm trying to say she's mentally ill. First and foremost, people, knowledge is your friend.
0: No, a book is your damn friend. A but book. see, here's what I. But see, it was like what I told you when you had sent me all of this when I was at Drill, I was like, these people are willfully missing the
1: point. One what point. people don't, un-
0: what those people didn't understand is that bullying is abuse. It is. Abuse leads to mental disturbance. Abuse leads to depression. It leads to suicidal ideations. Mm. It leads to a person feeling less than themselves. Mm. Any form of abuse, whether it be verbal, physical, mental, spiritual, mm. Abuse has conflict, uh, abuse has effects on the mind. And whether it's whether it's bullying or whether it's a spouse abusing you, a parent abusing you, anybody of any authority over you abusing you, it, it, it leads it, it disturbs the mind.
1: It disturbs the person's sense of self first of all we just recently while we were on break um had a young man by the name of nigel um shelby Mm -hmm. who was 15 and i believe he was in alabama and he committed suicide because of relentless bullying now some of these people that were in the comments in the shade room were trying to defend (sighs) bullying and saying like it was a rite of passage hold on so first of all It could have been any gay person that you know. It could be the person that you believe is not the strong, the person that you see is so strong, they had to build their will to be strong because unfortunately, because of motherfuckers like y'all, they had to build it. So how the fuck can you tell somebody that bullying has nothing to do with mental health, but it has everything to do with it? Bullying is a form of abuse. and If it goes untreated if it continues to go on a person can become suicidal Mm -hmm. that's when it becomes an issue with mental health nobody is trying to say that someone's mentally ill, nobody is trying to play a doctor and say that somebody needs to be on somebody's medication we're saying you need an outlet to work out your issues and problems and hear some and let someone hear you out in your entirety and completely, no one is sitting here trying to tell you or belittle you or trying to give you the stereotype some people in the comments are like oh she don't need to hear about no, no mental health she just needs to be around friends and family people that love her you dumb fuck are you listening to anything are you, are you just are you dumb is it just something that did not go in your brain is it something that didn't connect was it off because i never said any of those things but get everyone in the comments was thinking that i was i'm like y'all niggas just don't read do y'all read books Have y'all ever thought of, oh, maybe they just want to get them genuine help. When someone says mental health, they're not saying mental illness. I'm not trying to prescribe somebody with schizophrenia or bipolar or bipolarism. I'm not. I'm saying you need an outlet for someone to hear you out, hear your problems, things that you have never talked about come up so that way you can get to a better self. That is why we tell everyone mm-hmm. therapy is your friend. Therapy has helped us all both in several situations. Therapy is your fucking friend. Just because, don't be sitting there listening to mama and them. No, you just need to go to church. You just need to be around people that love you. Oh, you need Pray it away. You need to do this and that. Like, yo.
0: Prayers yo, with There's yo. no faith without works, yo. You gotta make you gotta make the moves in order for that shit to work. And you know, i am i a I'ma I'm get personal here, mm. especially because we have two other instances where two little black girls have died in instances of bullying. hmm So I was bullied as a kid. So was I now when you now see you have Children now who are dying by suicide because they can't handle those these situations. Now, when you live through it, this shit has serious implications when you're when you become an adult. Like I spoke to a, a military therapist and told this person, I struggle with feelings of inadequacy, and it's even worse now to where to where it's at a point where I I struggle. It's it stresses me out. And it's gotten so bad that I have literally wanted to harm myself. I have almost done it. And the only thing that kept me from doing it was having Ed find me and having to tell my family what happened to me. Yeah, I didn't tell you because that's why you're giving me that look. I didn't want him to find me and have to tell my family what happened to me. But those like when you bully people, you make them feel like they're not enough. And that's what my situation with bullying... I was bullied from the fourth grade up until my senior year of high school.
1: I was bullied from middle school all the way until I graduated. And it was more of... I, at that age, I didn't know what I liked at the time. I was mainly bullied because I was gay. And I knew it. I knew... Between 7th and 8th grade, I knew officially I had no attraction to girls. By the time I went to high school, I wanted nothing to do with even being associated with being gay, but it's who I am. Those words and the things that you call people, they actually hold Mm -hmm. things, especially for someone that's not mentally there enough to understand what is going on to them. Like I've been called fruity. I've been called faggot. I've been called boxy boy. I've been called Sweet. I have been called special. I have been called so many things that it is... I can go on a tangent on what I've been called.
0: And I was bullied mainly because I had dark skin. So I was called darky, blacky, black, ugly. Duck lips. Of course, because I had big lips. Duck lips. And... Those definitely led me to feeling that I wasn't adequate or I wasn't enough for someone. Mm -hmm. And those things may actually kind of make me feel worse in my military career because the evaluation system is really based on how much someone likes you. Because if they don't like you, they can make it look like you're the worst person in the world on paper because that's all it is. It's paper. So you kind of go out of your way and like, you know, try to please this person and when it doesn't quite hit the way you want it to, oh, that cycle of thoughts is the worst. And that's what I told that. And that's what I told the therapist. I was like, I, I deal with that. And I was like, and it makes me feel like I don't want to be in the military anymore. Even though I love what I do, the, you know, the people that I'm around, they, they love me, but I struggle with it so much that it's like, it's almost like I kind of have, I'm kind of watching myself and I don't feel like I'm this person that everybody thinks that I am. And it's so crazy because she had asked me, she was, she was like, yeah, you're telling me all this. She's like, had you been bullied when you were younger? And I was like, Yeah. I was and she was like that's why you don't feel like you you're enough and you know with these little girls that died it made me think of myself now the one little girl Rania Wright these girls beat her and they killed her but then you know what They said they weren't going to seek any criminal charges against these little girls. And I get it. Yes, they're little girls. They're going to fight. But yet you contributed to the death of a little girl.
1: Right. And that's the part they don't get.
0: You, by your bare hands, killed another little girl.
1: Mm hmm. that's the part they will never understand is the fact of the actual trauma that you bring onto someone from bullying, whether you're telling them they're inadequate to making fun of their sexual orientation to making fun of their skin tone it's so stupid that everyone thinks that it's supposed to be a part of your adulthood or growing up or basically your rite of passage or your strides in reality it does nothing but make things worse for you and it's like no one gets it until you actually show it or do something extreme to show it i luckily have enough now in my adult life i have enough knowledge of self to not let people's adjectives or pronouns whatever may have you not even pronouns i don't i have it in me now to know it's not that serious and it's like, I got what's happening. am like, girl, and, mm-hmm. and you going to pay for this. Look, you going to pay for this gaseous sleep, mm-hmm. this bop this lat van. If you're not, then you need to shut the fuck up. Oh, you gay. Girl, I know that. Exactly. Like, how you going clock with my own tea, okay? So.
0: But see, the thing is, it's like this book that I read. A couple of years ago it's called the final exit mm-hmm. i don't know if you heard of it i have it but it's a it's a book that terminally terminally ill people use to end their lives oh wow! it tells you what you can mix with with what and how to do this with that and how basically an it tells book. you tell you it basically tells you how to commit suicide when you're terminally ill he has that in there but of course it's gotten banned because people were turning to this book to end their lives but this brought on the the discussion of death with dignity because when you get terminally ill you know here we are we we were born we learn. we come out of diapers we learn how to use the bathroom we learn how to walk we learn how to talk and do basically we have our own autonomy but when you get terminally ill like that, toward the end stages, you lose that autonomy. And that bothers a lot of people. So a lot of people decide, OK, well, when I feel like I lose my autonomy, I'm going to end it because it's on my terms. I've lived my life. I'm, con- I'm content with what I've lived, you know, how I've lived and, you know, what I've done. Mm-hmm. I can do this. They don't want to wait until they're in pain, shitting and pissing on themselves and having other people to take care of them because they feel like a burden. But there's a quote that still sticks with me to this day. He says, a lot of us are not born equipped with these skills to live a full life. And it hit me because, you know, you look at, you know, these kids and these people that die by suicide. And that's what the that, that's the quote that comes to me all the time. They weren't equipped with the equipment, to, with the skills to live a full life. I think
1: what did it for me when I started dealing with anxiety and depression. Um, because anxiety is a whole nother story. Oh man, you bitch, we'll be here all night talking about that shit. I promise you, it kicks in at like the worst times. Times, yes. But for me, I think it was when. Cause oh my god I'm I'm mad I'm admitting this on audio, but fuck it, let's do it. This is the mental health corner now, girl. So when you met when you first met me, what y'all didn't know was that I was in between homes. I was staying with family on a couch, and I was on that couch for a year and a half. I was stuck, and it got to a point where I just felt like it was no end. So, like this is before I filed bankruptcy, I was like deep in debt. Mm-hmm. So, um, I will never forget it was one day I just was so down about my situation and I was like like in my mom's old apartment, um, she had a actual condo mm-hmm. and it was like you had the patio door and then of course the railing. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, one day, if I jump over this railing with would anyone miss me. Mm. and it was just like it became a thought like what if i just did it right now what if i just jump and did it and Mm -hmm. just not thought twice about what i'm doing like that's how quick a situation can like anything can happen mind you at this time my anxiety started going through the roof like i really was introduced to the feeling of anxiety and
0: that's what a lot of people don't
1: understand those thoughts spiral so quickly
0: you get on like you could have knocked over a glass of milk. And you're like, fuck, I napped over the glass of milk. I'm so stupid. I'm this, I'm that. And And then this, and then this, and then this, and then this. And then, you know what? I should kill myself. A lot of people don't stop that thought. They don't. And there was one point where I didn't stop that thought. And I sat in my second bedroom. You've seen the second bedroom. Sat right in the middle of the floor. And I cried with a knife in my hand. I was ready to do it. But then that one instant... Your mother's not going to deal with this well. What about Ed? He has to find you. He has to come home and see you like this.
1: It was more, you know what it was? It honestly, and it's a tribute really to my best friend. I told her how I felt because she's a psychology major. Mm-hmm. And she said, I want you to think of something. And I promise you, it stuck with me to this day. And I never had those thoughts ever again. Mm-hmm. She said, do you really want to do this? and she, I was like what she said think about it if you actually do that and let's say you fail at your attempt be mad as fuck be mad as fuck and hurt like hell mm-hmm. she was like do you really want to try and do this mm-hmm. I was like girl no mama be hurt she said okay then so stop having those thoughts and, and that's, that's the
0: same just- thing Ed said to me but see the thing is when I told him he actually got really upset and I mean, this is the second time in the two and some change years I've been with him that I have seen him cry. And he said to me, he's like, don't you ever do that to me. He was like, not only he said, I'm not even thinking about having to tell your family. but He was like, that would really fuck me up if I had to come home and you weren't here. And it was then I was like, I can't do that again. Of course, he said some of the lovey-dovey things, but that was when I knew I can't do that again when I felt like that I knew I had to say I, I need a break and I think I thank God him every day because when I tell him I need a break he knows he knows okay she's at that point you know what babe go lay down you want to eat what you want to eat I know you don't want to cook what you, what you going to do and he'll do that with me while I'm in that entire phase. He will ride that shit out with me. So, and that makes me so much more hopeful about black women getting into the medical field. And me, you know I'm a psych major, you know I'm almost at my master's in psych, and you know I want to go for my doctorate in clinical psych. Black women, whoever is listening, black women, get into the medical field. They do not have enough of us. They don't have enough of us to actually take care of us. We have black women like me who are afraid to go to hospitals to have their children because we are dying because they're not listening. We have mental health issues Mm-hmm. And we're dying because no one knows how to take care of us. Or they think that, oh, we're so strong. And then we need to get rid of this notion that if you struggle, you're stronger than people who don't.
1: Mm. That's one. <sighs> I think the two of us have had a, a, this is what I like to call a therapy session. Absolutely. Um, we will have to probably make a section for this too. You already know it. But, okay. Okay so that i think we don't even need a mental health moment uh, no because we have dude, enough of that we need to spill our souls enough and this one episode to be like all right girl that's enough but so, yes if
0: you have any other mental health tips
1: please please yes, reach out I mean, to us at wryh podcast on instagram Yes, the email is also live to wryhpodcast, WRYHpodcast at gmail.com. Um, we are found on all social media under the same handle. Okay. Um, thank y'all for sitting out this one with us. It's been a long one, but it's been joyful. Season three. Season three has started. Thank you guys so much. Um, if you got, once again, if you guys are looking to collaborate um any possible ideas promo whatever may have you the email address and also the instagram handle the instagram and twitter handles are all the same so thank you guys so much for joining us season three has officially started and we will see y'all next week
0: bye